Hi, you're in the right place. It's the Air That I Breathe podcast, but just a few words from our sponsors. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hi, this is Jody Howen. Welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast, new series called Life Verses. God's Word is the breath of life, and the more you know it, the more you can learn from it, apply it, and live it. My heart is to encourage you to go out and be disciples of Jesus and live that abundant life promised from God. Galatians, another book where the laws become minute, And the deeds and the lists are irrelevant and not a part of our eternal salvation. Our salvation is found in Christ and nothing else and nowhere else. That is where the justification of life in him starts. This book is one where Paul validates his authority and how he learned about the gospel message, referencing the Old Testament that taught the doctrine of justification by faith, using Abraham as a prime example. He finally goes on to speak to the spirit life we can lead when we are justified by the grace of God. Galatians 5, through 26. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the spirit, Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. What is the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is the presence of the Holy Spirit living in a believer. Sometimes it's fun to think about it as a bowl of fruit sitting on your table. The beauty, the colors, the ripeness, the styles, and the taste, all of them can make a beautiful fruit salad. Okay, I just had to throw that in. This analogy is contingent, of course, upon you liking fruit. And if you do not stick with me, I'll try to make it understandable anyway. But there are nine characteristics that consist of the Holy Spirit's infusion that goes into our soul and into our behavior, our feelings, our emotions, our character. If you witness a person who leads with hatred and cruelty or a lot of negativity, they are not living connected to the Holy Spirit and the fruit of that spirit, because those behaviorals are contradictory to what the Holy Spirit provides for us. So let's talk about those nine beautiful gifts. Love. You know, you can definitely reference 1 Corinthians 13 verses four through seven. So love is really not meant to be a fluffy, sweet, affectionate love. Not at least when it's referencing one of the fruits of the spirit. This kind of love can only come through God's power. And because God is love, we see how to really, truly love others. Joy. Joy is not happiness. That is, it does not depend on happenstance. It is this feeling of blissfulness even amongst a difficult situation or season. True joy is the result of a right relationship with God. 
And as I always say, you can't find joy without Jesus. Peace. Well, my whole ministry started on the subject of anxiety and how to find peace in the mental storms. And I really hope that people have listened to my podcast to find this inner peace. Because not only is it obtainable, it is a fruit of the Spirit, which means everything good within relationships, harmony, and friendships provides safety, order, rest, and contentment. Patience. Patience is a virtue, and it's also a fruit of the Spirit. It's been challenged, that biblical meaning of this, saying it's not necessarily having a good temper or sitting still, waiting for something to happen in its own time. It's been said it's actually long-suffering in the face of persecution or abuse. So I, Jody, am going to go out on a limb here and say that it really could mean that it's a character trait that we can actually rely on on God's timing above our own in everything we do. And that even means when you're standing behind someone in the line at the grocery store, and possibly it's the line that says 10 and under, and they have 15 items. I say it like this. The old Jody before Christ would have gotten really frustrated. And who knows where my patience would have gone. But the new Jody will look at it like, It's not really that big of a deal. It's not going to take up much more time. And God is watching me and my behavior. So I need to move on and let this go. And that's not the biblical version of patience, but I digress. Kindness. The Bible never tells us to be nice. Niceness often comes from a fear of what others will think or do. I remember when I was in a sorority during our recruitment, That's how you brought in new members. And we would have to go off of a list of over a hundred words to be able to explain the person that we met. One of those words was nice. And our sorority's proverb was always end on a positive word. So everyone that came through was not always a likable candidate. And some of the girls would not always have the nicest things to say about them. Maybe it's a situation they had in a dorm room or maybe they were a new girlfriend to their ex-boyfriend. Who knows? But they would say two kind of negative things and end, but she was very nice. And to this day, I don't like the word nice. So getting back to kindness and the fruits of the spirit and a Christian conversation, kindness, it is definitely a much harder attribute to implement. It encompasses the moral goodness and integrity required to know the right course of action with the strength to choose it. But it is oh so attainable when you think about how Jesus walked his last years in ministry. Undoubtedly, there were many emotions, feelings, and expressions that Jesus showed during his ministry, but overall, he showed kindness because he wanted people to see what God's spirit ultimately prevailed. Goodness. You may think this is the same as kindness, but there's a little edge to it. It is fierce kindness, like 
able to do the right thing, even if it's hard, but it's a different kind of fruit. A phrase used in ministry often is, God is so good. Oh, I'm so grateful for the goodness of God. And that doesn't always mean that he doesn't have a mechanism of teaching through mercy, but his grace is sufficient always. And his grace is his goodness. And I'm okay with having a little more edge to kindness because the only way I have learned the hardest lessons in life were through tough love. And that's a good thing. Faithfulness. Faithfulness does not mean loyalty or dependability. It means honesty. Belief in God, acknowledgement of his word, when you surrender to him and the actions that naturally result from that like surrender, you witness the proof that he is real and he is honoring his promises to us. When we possess the spirit's fruit of faithfulness, we are full of faith and trust in God. And great is his faithfulness. Gentleness. Think of it more like a verb, for instance, like a touch or a smile. The word translates from meekness. It is power over one spirit that exudes a meek and mild person, just like Jesus. And much like kindness, gentleness comes from a position of strength. It is a muscle that we flex internally through the spirit. But I also believe it comes from a place of calmness. It's consideration, tenderness, and love. Self-control. Self-control can also be a form of restraint. It is a muscle of spiritual endurance that is so hard to flex, but it takes practice. And I promise you, the more you practice it, the easier it gets. And it is so clear how important and how powerful it is just when you watched how Jesus walked in his behavior on so many occasions when he was being attacked, ridiculed, and even during the crucifixion. Nothing represented such self-control and confidence in his mission and purpose than Jesus did. And I think it's a characteristic that is so essential in how we live our lives spiritually, physically, and emotionally. So those are the nine components, the fruit of the Spirit. The most important concept regarding the fruit of the Spirit is that it is only attainable when the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. I know in general in life, we yearn to be more loving, joyful, kind, peaceful, patient, self-controlled, giving gentleness and leaning on faithfulness. But we cannot do so without the power of the Holy Spirit in us because it is the Holy Spirit who gives us those fruits. But still, we do have a part. Our attitude and our actions affect how the Holy Spirit works in us. We can flex His power and we can share in the work of sanctification. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is directed and powered by God. If we do not abide in Christ, allowing the Holy Spirit 
to bear fruit in us. We will be clipped off and tossed away, just like a rotten apple. So although there are many ways we can show how the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is inside of us, I thought I'd offer just some ways to think about how you can offer kindness today. Because I think in the world that we live in currently, boy, we are lacking with that particular fruit. So what you could do, you could offer a free hug to a friend. You could pick up the trash even though it isn't yours. You could make someone's day by sending them some flowers. Maybe make someone coffee or tea. Going shopping or going into the workplace, you can hold the door open for someone. Maybe spend some quality time with the people that you love. Here's an easy one. Smile at a stranger. And this is so old school, but man, it's so beautiful and so forgotten. Send someone a handwritten note. You could plant a tree in memory of a loved one. Maybe tell someone who just lost a relative or a friend that you're planting a tree in their name. And here's one that is even in scripture and a commandment from Jesus. Love thy neighbor. Show them that love by being kind. God is noticing your kindness. So sprinkle that with the Holy Spirit as an offering to God today. So let's pray. Dear Father, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can I bear fruit unless I remain in you. You are the vine, I am the branches. I ask that you teach me how to remain in you so I will bear much fruit in your name and to glorify you with my character here on earth. Because apart from you, I can do nothing. So as your humble and loyal servant, I thank you for these fruits and I ask that you guide me each day to bear them beautifully and wonderfully in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. So if this is giving you any kind of hope or some inspiration in getting to know more about who Jesus is, would you send me a note maybe on social media? You can reach me on Insta, and that is Jody Howe. And I'm on Facebook. It's also Jody Howe. Or you can send me a letter through my website, which is jodyhow.com. I want to hear from you. And I also want to hear about more about what you want to hear about. So never feel funny about reaching out. I love you, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.